Welcome to this next episode of Unlock the Leader's Code with leadership enthusiast Tio Kang, serving solopreneurs, entrepreneurs, and intrapreneurs to lift them up to their highest level of potential. Without further ado, here's your leadership coach, Tito Kang. Aloha, friends. This is Tito Kang, your host of Unlock the Leader's Code Live. Today, we are on our trek almost to the end to the 21 Irrefutable Laws of Leadership written by John C. Maxwell. Hope the ride was added value for you. And as you continue, you can go back into the podcast and take a look at any of the laws or even send me an email should you choose to have any more comments or questions or thoughts or insights or anything that you've applied, just like Jesua did in the law of sacrifice and that's applied and it has worked out for her. So today we're going to talk about law number 20, which is the law of explosive growth. The law of explosive growth states that a leader can multiply the growth of their enterprise, their companies, tenfolds, a hundredfolds. Have you heard this saying, this is, how do you 10x your success. How do you, if you were able to, not everything went along your way, how do you create success that's tenfold where you are at right now? Now, if you look at the history of McDonald Brothers, again, the founder of the movie, quite a lot of lessons of leadership inside of that. Think about it. When McDonald's brother went out and they needed it to grow tenfold their business and then Ray Kroc came in and he actually went and sold some franchises and the, the first market that he sold the franchises to was individuals that had money, people that were wealthy. But the people that were wealthy really wanted to approach the business in a way that just to make more money rather than expanding the brand. They didn't buy into the system. And buying into the system is interesting. Now I've said this before, right? Average leaders have thoughts. Good leaders have plans. Super leaders create systems. Now he had a system within his midst and what he realized, there's a scene where these wealthy people that actually had the first franchises that Ray Kroc sold to didn't respect the brand, didn't respect how it, what it stood for and what it meant to do. So what they did is they really destroyed the brand and he didn't like that. So he had an epiphany when he saw a Bible salesperson that came into one of his sales office and the person was really pitching the Bible and understood that there was a system to the Bible. Now, interestingly enough, he asked a gentleman, he says, what's a Jewish person selling a Christian Bible? And the person said, well, you got to live and you got to pay the food. So what was this desire then? What he noticed is that if he found someone with the desire, they would be willing to buy into the purpose and the system. So he set out to actually pitch McDonald's system to hardworking entrepreneurs, people that were out there hustling to create what he believed was essential quality for his franchisees, right? So John shares a couple of things which are interesting that I'd like to share with you today. A couple of things that goes like this. He says, if you are a leader that need to be needed, you, uh, you won't, you'll attract followers because you need to be needed. However, super leaders, they want to be succeeded. So they develop their leaders. So anyone that comes in, they develop, they make them better than themselves. Leaders who attract followers, he says, also develop 
the bottom 20%. And what he means by that is that you spend a lot of time with those folks that can't seem to catch up. So you want to be needed, you find that you're a solution, you are the person that can solve problems. Have you ever faced that yourself? I know I've been there. But leaders that develop leaders, what they do is that they develop the top 20%, right? They develop the people that are continuously performing. Now, if you've been a leader before, where do you spend most of your time? Are you spending time with the folks that are not performing or are you spending time with your superstars? And in truth, it's the superstars that you should spend more time developing because they can be your successors. Mm -hmm. And leaders do attract followers, they focus on weaknesses. No, this is an area that might be challenged with some folks that are there in the HR that talks about development plan. And if you focus on the weakness, and I like to share the story of Wayne, not Wayne Gretzky, Bobby Orr. If you heard the story of Bobby Orr, and this is my HR um, director, Manny Campione, that shared me the story at the beginning when I was at Starbucks. He said, Bobby Orr had a dismal slap shot. Now, as a defenseman, this is a weakness of his. His coach back then, though, had the insight that, you know what, I could be working with Bobby Orr many hours to get them, you know, better on his snapshots, but I'll improve it by maybe 5 or 8%. However, however, his skating skills, his skating skills is tremendous. And if I worked on that, he could be so far ahead of the rest of the crew that he would, he changed the game. So working on weaknesses, that's when... Leaders that attract followers do, but working on the strengths is what leaders who develop leaders do. That coach was a super leader. Leaders who attract followers treats everyone the same. Leaders who develop leaders treat everyone differently. That's what he says. That says it all by itself right there. Leaders who attract followers treat, spend time with others. They want to spend time with everyone, right? Leaders who develop leaders invest time in others. What does that mean? That means that you have to get to that point where you, as a super leader, as a leader that wants to develop other leaders, to identify what I call get, get away from the things that be needed. So if you are coming in there and you are leading a group of individuals, everyone needs your help. Everyone is in need. And certainly if you work with people that are in need, what I found out for myself anyways is that it can actually kill you because you kind of spread yourself thin because everyone needs something. So what I've changed in my leadership style is to really start to work with people who don't need but the people who deserve. Now the key part there that I was taught by my mentor Jim Rohn is that you must then communicate how people deserve your time. That means investing time in others. That's the key part. And we can dive deeper into this and how you do that. It would take much longer than this, this quick video. So the last thing is like leaders who attract followers grow by addition. So they want more followers at one more, one more, and one more. Because as soon as the followers come in, that's what happens to the leaders of some cultish, religious cults that are out there. They just want to add one follower and then everyone perceives them as the the guy, the, the, the person that everyone follows. However, leaders that develop leaders grow by multiplication, right? Multiplication, so why is that? Because if you start developing leaders and you teach them to develop other leaders, it expands exponentially. But if you just wanna 
get someone in, recruit, convince that you're the best and get another person, then you become the center of the attention but you're only adding one by one by one. What you want to be is develop the other leaders so that they attract. As an organization, your leadership elevates when you elevate all the other leaders and attract other better leaders to come with you. That's how you multiply. That's how you 10x your growth. Leaders who attract followers impact people, only impact people that they touch. See, leaders that develop leaders impact people beyond their reach. What does that mean? That means that if you're developing your leaders that are reporting into your, your direct reports to develop other leaders and so on, whatever you say then translates inside your organization. Whatever you teach translates inside your organization, your vision, your purpose, how you go about it. So leaders that develop leaders impact beyond their reach. There are four things that John says, three things actually, that John says that is making difficult to actually develop leaders because developing leaders takes time. Sometimes you got to let them fail forward. You got to be patient. Sometimes you, you got to get out of your comfort zone that you control everything because if you fail forward, if they fail forward, it can be a testament to your performance as a leader. And you have to be strong and have the courage to allow that to happen. It's difficult, so it takes time. It takes time because great leaders are hard to find. You got to sit down, you got to be patient, you got to observe, you got to ask questions. You know, in his, in his adventure to create SpaceX or Tesla, Elon Musk was known to be peppering questions, everyone that approached him, because he wanted to be sure he had the great leaders that would allow him to continue building his vision and achieve his purpose. Leaders also are hard to gather. I don't know about you, but if you've been able to, to, to get together you know, a CEO of two companies to meet and have a meeting, sometimes it's like pulling hair out of your head because it's, they're so busy. Leaders are busy, everyone wants their time. So how do you get your time with them? Interesting enough, so they, they, they're hard to gather. If, you wanna, if there's a great leader you're targeting, you want to recruit, you want to cultivate that relationship, it's going to take you some time because their time is money, right? They only invest their time. Number three, leaders are hard to keep. So if you're a leader and you get someone on here and they grow, 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 and you haven't grown yourself as a leader because you haven't added on, you, you suffer, you don't, you're not respecting the law of the lid, Therefore, the other leaders are going to find other leaders that are a higher level and want to move and go work with them or partner up with them. So you've got to consistently work on your lid, right? Because leaders are hard to keep. You've got to retain. Retention is key. So how do you act on this? As always, we want to apply, change, or you want to go out and teach. You want to define the stage of leadership that you are in. And your current role right now, you always have to work on your self-leadership, but are you leading others at this point or are actually leading leaders? Do you have recruited all the leaders? If the question you should ask yourself is that, do people come to you all the time? If people come to you for input, for decisions, that means you're leading others. You're the center of the attention. You have not grown and developed your leadership that directly reports into you to actually expand Create a culture where they either can fail forward or can succeed on their own. Challenge them. Have you flexed your leadership style as well for each of the individuals that report into you? Number two, 
What are the activities that you are currently doing right now to recruit leaders? Are you participating in industry events? Are you writing articles that allow you to put your purpose, your vision, what you stand for out there so that people are looking at your company, your organization, your enterprise, and they're seeing that reflected in you and want to say, I want to join that team. I'd, I'd love to be part of that team. So then the great leaders would see you. And number three, what are you doing to hold and retain your leaders? Are you spending some time to develop them? Are you encouraging them to develop themselves? For example, uh, one of the th key things that happened with me at Starbucks is that my vice president, Jamie Peters, invested in me and allowed me to participate in probably one of the greatest event in that my career there is to, to see my leadership led raise because I was part of a leadership growth model on the leadership growth class that he put me part of with two other colleagues of mine right so if you want to retain and hold leaders what are you doing to enhance their leadership level as well as yours a lot of leaders out there average leaders will concentrate on their own development and how they grow but neglect to serve and help the people around them grow the other leaders in their organization well, I know it was a bit long, but the law of explosives, that's how you 10x your organization, your teams, as you develop all the leaders to do what you do right now so that you can 10x and reach people beyond your reach, not just the ones that are around you. Hope this was helpful. If it was, please like, share, and comment. Next one on Monday, we're going to come back with law number 21. Law number 21, the law of legacy, one of my favorite laws. So until I see you next time, live and in person, this, this is Tito saying aloha, mahalo. Until I see you then, lead on, make everyday bandages. And as always, here's to your prodigious success. Hi, this is Tito. I hope you've enjoyed this episode of Unlock the Leader's Code. For more codes unlocked, don't hesitate to go to www.titokang.com. Feel free to like, share, and comment. I love to hear what you think about what we shared with you.